Are you prepared? I'm always prepared, Connor. So you're testing, testing. Testing, testing. Yes, we're on. Let me wait, wait. I've monitored the audio. The settings look correct. The recording says that it's on. And we're keeping this in. It's well, of course we're keeping it in. We're all in. We never edit. There's <laughs> <laughs> no edits. We don't have enough energy no, for not, that. Not, no, exactly. I don't have time for edits. That's not how this podcast works. Honestly. This is pirate radio. We're this just free flowing. Live to the interweb. <laughs> That's how we do it. We've been we've been on the show 30 seconds. I've checked 14 times that it's on. And why are we doing this, Connor? Why are we checking so often? Testing. T- it's on. Testing. Test. It's on. Because <laughs> because we haven't had the best of luck recently, have we, I don't with know, technology? I don't know if we haven't had the best of luck or if we haven't had the best of skill. Well, it may have been I didn't want to say it. directly my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Every single part of it may have been my fault. Well, what are you going to do? We've recorded two podcasts for the last two weeks, haven't we? Mm, yes, we have. And none of them have worked. Neither. The first one... I do I do business lectures and I use my laptop to record business lectures um, and stream live through the same open broadcasting software to businesses and stuff like this and the settings are different and when changing the settings back into podcast mode I changed about nine out of the ten settings back correctly and changed one of them incorrectly. And you call yourself a podcast producer? I absolutely do not call I, myself a podcast producer. That's what I tell people that you are. Uh, my first, my first and foremost, that's my yeah, primary. I say you dabble in nutrition, but you're a podcast. <laughs> a podcast producer. That's what I say. Oh, yes. That's exactly oh, yes. What We're back on News of the Week, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. We're back with our illegitimate fucking everything. <laughs> Welcome back to the second best podcast in the world, ladies and gentlemen. Second best? We've been dethroned. By whom? Um, by Joe Rogan having Snoop Dogg on. Fair. I was literally just listening to that earlier we today. We only smoke fire. That was a good oh, episode. It was, just starts rapping when like he start, 15 when, minutes into it. We can't... I'm afraid we can't compete. We just have to. We just have to let the king no. take the throne. Are we are we allowed to bring cigars down here and smoke up or something? Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. If you want to, but you're we right. could drink whiskey. We could drink beers. We've thought about doing the show drunk we before, did. but it might get dangerous. Might have to spend a lot of time beeping things out at the end. I might be here for that. We do get political. It's true. Well, actually, the, the people um, you've missed, you weren't treated as I was to some of your more political rants that you had in the last two episodes. Political, I enjoyed Political in what way? Well, like, no, not literally, political. literally politics. No. Oh, I was going to say, I don't talk politics. No, I don't but I, I was enjoying how, how heated you were getting. Yeah. Yeah, you, you took I'm over into the, it. the heated role. It's passion. Which I enjoyed. It's passion. So we've recorded two shows. The first one, I got an audio setting wrong. It screwed up the entire yeah. audio and was not salvageable even slightly. And that was an hour and um, 45 minutes of oopsie. Yes. The I've checked again. We're still recording. <laughs> the, last time, I monitored the audio. The audio was correct. We were Recorded a little bit, stopped it, listened to it back, it worked, restarted the recording, monitored the audio again, agreed that it was working, started, and then we did, after about 45 minutes, I thought, I'll check how long we've been on the show, just check what the time time is on, looked over, zero, 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 zero. <laughs> more, I, than, more than zero. Yeah, I just froze. Yeah, your face dropped when you turned to me. Looked over at you. <laughs> was, All fun had ended at this point. Yeah, I was... Cancelled. The first time the podcast failed, I, I kind of thought it was funny because it's a screw-up. The next week when the podcast failed, I was actually sad. And some of the listeners have been sad as well. Actually, people have been commenting on my Facebook page saying that they've missed us. Well, that is nice to and, know. And, we, and that we act, literally, literally, people have said that we get, we give them like an hour or so of entertainment every single week. Yes. That they, they have come to expect and enjoy. And now they mi- they missed it when it wasn't there. Awesome. I mean, that's pressure. We've now got to fill that hour of, and be entertaining every week. And I will say, while we're talking just for the listeners at home, we have actually no news again. (laughs) 
There's no news no. on News no. of the Week. No, there's no news. It's the podcast. It's quickly evolving away from News of the Week. <laughs> Which we'll, we'll steer it back. I don't know what it's becoming. It's slowly chronicling mine and your descent into madness, isn't it? That's what it this would podcast seem really so. is. Yeah. It seems what the people come, have come to enjoy because as... As we know, they come for the facts and they stay. They for stay the f- for the feelings, there don't we they? Go. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we've, we, we've got a slogan now. We have a slogan. The, the, the people don't know about the slogan. We've shouted it twice oh, no. in synchronicity at the start of each podcast. And, but these podcasts it's are so lost. sad. It's had such a staggered start. Our little slogan, and it didn't hit the ground running <laughs> like I wanted it to. The podcast itself's had a staggered start. It, yeah, for true. But so <laughs> we missed a few weeks now. Well, we didn't miss the weeks, but they they were missed on the internet, weren't they? They were. However, here we are, once again, back we're, for news of the back. week. Yeah, we're back with, with no, no news, news. With absolutely no news once again. We never cared what the news Why had to say. Why did we click record? Just We have clicked record. Oh, yes. good. People like it and we oh, like nice. it. And we only started recording because we liked it. De- Descent into madness. Yeah, we just like chatting, don't mm-hmm. we? And we just thought, oh, we wonder if some other people might like it. The amount of time that we sometimes spend chatting upstairs before we before we come down here and start shooting and then we'll have to be like wait 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 shut up this is good stuff for the podcast yeah. and then we're like we need to stop hanging out so that we can go and hang out downstairs yeah. and film it <laughs> yeah I feel like sometimes we should do it the other way around if we could oh it would, we well we used to didn't we, just, we we've, we've done it once or twice when you have started it and I just walk in and sit down yeah it's already been recording before yeah, we and that is nice room. it is nice that way if if we'd not seen each other for a while and then we start the podcast and then we just catch up about anything that we didn't want to talk about on the show afterwards, usually we catch up about things first don't yeah. we? and then we start the show. We'll have to try and do that, do that maybe. If you leave the front door open for like three minutes before I'm arriving and I can just walk straight down and you can set up. Hello. Hello, lovely to see you again, Will. I've been waiting for you. Will, yeah. you came back you on can the hear show the front, You can again. hear the front door go. Do it last your cue. Boom. Do yeah. a little intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the as you do, you little little man of welcome mystery, back to you, news of the week, yeah, you little wordsmith in the world, and introduce me, encore, encore. Here we are. I am your host once again, Connor Rose. Exactly. In the building by Will Hukin, the great and powerful, the one and only. That's the speech I'm after. The woodcutter himself. Oh God. He is the carver, the creator, the woodworker, the maker. Wow, that was quite nice. That had a certain lyricism to it. Well done. <laughs> Um, lots has happened and changed though, hasn't it? And we've spoke about all of it on the show twice. Oh god, it's so but annoying. I feel like we should mention it again. Just what 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 is it? Everything's changed. Because I've you know because we've Everything. said it. I don't know what we've missed. I think we should just assume we've spoke about none of it okay. because we've lost yeah. so many shows. But everything's changed. You're now no longer Everything. a technically a personal trainer. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I know that's actually the listeners are going to think what <laughs> what happened in these two weeks. Yeah, you're we right. tried to tell you, listeners, yeah, it yeah. just didn't work. We're actually coming to you from Africa right now. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be insane. We've just it, shipped over. It'd been crazy if I'd built the exact same It'd be set. good. I'd <laughs> be know, very impressed. Taken over the exact same chair. And Joe rogan did. We've just shipped up and moved state. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's nice. Yeah. No, lots has changed. I have left the gym. It's true. Yeah, you're very no longer officially, it's... at this moment at least, a personal trainer, are you? I'm not. You're no. now just a floating ethereal opinion, aren't you? You yeah. are just the opinion. I'm one. I'm, I'm tethered no. to no one. Oh, I like that. Yeah, bound by nothing. Bound by nothing but facts, <laughs> as, as the opinion should be. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, you've left the gym, haven't you? And how are you, how are you feeling? Good, man. Yeah, you're feeling good. good. Sad to be um, missing my clients and all the lovely people I worked with individually, but very glad to be away from the masses of people. I'm very glad to have mm-hmm. reduced my my world a little bit. Yeah, things are feeling smaller and nice now. Yeah. 
Yeah, why do you say that? Why do you say glad to be away from the masses of people? What were you feeling? Um, anxious, a lot of anxious and a lot of, um, yeah, just frustrated probably. And I think a lot of that is out of the industry, which we've known about me for a minute. And it is something that I should strive to fix because it's purely my own problem. I'm just torturing myself with it. You are, and you're going to find the same in any industry. I know. Not, I know. not that technically you are leaving the fitness industry because we are continuing this podcast. It's true. And you never know what you might do in the future. You might become some sort of... And I've of... just come from training my mum, which is a nice way of me just keeping things back in it. Yeah, yeah she's, that's really She's my, my surviving client, as it were. How is your mother? Very well, thank you. Yeah. She's recently picked up and moved her beauty therapy business, which she's had for 30 years, to Ecclesall Road. If anyone's interested, the beauty clinic. I am actually the interested. La- the, laser, the laser clinic, I know it's, you're it's, interested. It's now in. called the laser clinic. Yeah, I actually mm. need to inquire about services. You do, sir. Um, Lasers, your noggin. That, that I may design. No, not for lasering my head. I've already inquired about oh. that, but I decided not to do it. Other inquiries. Um, yes, we shall speak about it after. Mm, um, you hairy man, you um, I, I mean, lovely I, man. I guess. Yeah. I guess. Carpet. Um, Remember, your mustache reaches your nose. <laughs> no, your, if, your, your toes. If, <laughs> my mustache <laughs> reaches nose my nose. Be <laughs> yeah. If I do nothing about it, that is actually true. And people think I'm exaggerating, but I'm actually not. Because if you think about, I know way, it to be true. I know the way my hair works. The mustache goes into the beard, and the beard goes into the neck. And the neck <laughs> does have hair, but I, but I obviously shave it, like mm-hmm. trim it down. And then I have chest hair, which joins onto the stomach hair if I do nothing about it. And the leg it. hair. And, and the leg going hair. down to the toes. And then it's normal. And so now you've got a really long moustache. Oh, that's weird to think about. <laughs> it actually makes me kind Could of Could you disgusted. please grow it out a little bit as if like your handlebar, so coming down no. the side. But then just keep that going no. to the toes. Just a strip. No. It'll, that's disgusting. <laughs> Through the chest hair. That's disgusting. Either leg. It'll look cool. That's it wouldn't disgusting. look cool. Don't do it. Oh. It is disgusting. How did we get there? Oh yeah, my mum's moved her business and she is doing very well. And I so she's moved Lexel Road new business premises. Is yes, she was on Abbeydale Road. Yes, and she was. With COVID, she wanted to downsize and whatnot, <laughs> uh, which worked out well because my brother actually is a hairdresser, a barber, whatever he'd want to be called, and he's moved into the building she moved out of. So my oh. twin has recently found himself in a very give his shop a shout out. Legitimate establishment. It? It's called Dukes with a D, D-U-K-E-S. Yeah. Um, and it's at the intersection where Woodseats Road meets Abbeydale Road. Does he do beards? He does exclusively um, cuts. So yeah, he doesn't do any colours or anything like that. So men and women, yeah, but just cuts. Beards, trims, yeah. lineups, my hair. hair I may visit him for a beard doing. Yeah, you might point. like that actually. Yeah. I think you would. Um, maybe, I, don't, I wonder if he does caters to like bald heads. A bald man. Like a, like a, ni- a bald man, yeah. A bald man. Like a nice... What would it be like a Turkish shave on the head, like a hot towel? And... I, I'm really um, apprehensive about that for myself. Very me. fair. Uh, because I have very sensitive skin. Um, I've had it done a few times, but you know, like a razor. Razors don't do well on my skin. What works for you? Um, I have a... I don't know how to describe it. It's a it's an electric head shaver that doesn't require... One of those ones with three things. It's got five. Oh, shit. It's got five. You upgraded. It's got five little circular rotators and you just hold it in your hand and you just do this with it. Yes, okay. And that looks a lot less sketchy. Um, and And it doesn't need water or shaving foam or anything. You can just do it literally dry and it takes my hair off literally to as if it's been shaved by a razor. And it gives me no like burn or anything. Is that why you're no longer interested in the laser? It's no, I, I wasn't. <coughs> I didn't go for the laser because just because of the the thickness of even though I've got no hair on top, you know, like around the back and sides. Right, it take a it, a 
lot of work. Yeah, the amount of sessions it was going to take, and you can't have like so many se- so many sessions in a row. You've got to like space them out. It was going to be, be just, recovery for a long. It time. was just going to be loads. Just for I just thought, oh god, no. I'll, I'll, That's yeah, I'll keep rolling this thing around my head every day. Oh no. Yeah, I'm hoping just my genetics just continue to fail, and then the rest of it just falls out <laughs> as well. Because I just, I want, I'm probably one of the only, I'm probably, one, <laughs> I'm probably one of the only people that wants to be born. I know you I love want, it. I don't want these side bits. You so, love it. So I don't well, have I mean, to shave it. Everyone would choose the the full bald over the Mr. Burns, I think. But exactly. you're saying that even given the option, you would still be a skinny. You think a skinhead? Good question. I don't know. Mm. For my for myself being me, yes. Yes. Uh, because when I had hair, but you were also a hippie. That's true. I'm a bit of a hippie in my personal. And life. that would be another little uh, arrow in your quiver. Imagine that you if could I had play hair around like, with. Imagine if I had hair like you. Jesus, if you had hair like me, I don't even know. You'd be a powerful that, man. I don't even know like what me. that would be like. I'd be powerful. like Samson. Powerful. Cut my hair off. I lose all my powers. Yeah. I wonder if that's what you're like. Let's not find out. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. No, 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 no. If I shaved my hair, I would have nothing left. <laughs> nothing in what way? That, that's it. You just I'm be a known, person. My hair's just. I mean, I don't want to say it's my personality. <laughs> uh, it's definitely not. But people would could argue that maybe. No, they could not. Okay, that's. This that, is the most that's... bullshit thing I've ever heard in my life. Yes. Yes. I'm like, legit. for example, now if you look at me from the front, I oh. can't tell that you've got long hair because you've got a little bun going on and a hat on. What are you saying about my beard? I've grown it out a bit. I, th- I was thinking before the show that it looks excellent from the side. Oh. I really like it how you've... Cu- I was literally thinking this because I was looking at you from the side. I was thinking, you know, things, I, I couldn't remember exactly, I couldn't figure out what changed, but I did think from the side it looked different. You're flattering me after I dug for compliments. Thank you. Mm. Mm. I, that's, that's the honest truth, sir. That's the honest it. truth. Um, it's, it's, it'll thicken out a few ways. Uh, yeah, so any... And anyway, the the shaving of the actual head <laughs> yes. with the razor, I don't really like feel, feel like that really works well for me. So I don't know about the hot towel. If you're getting thing. these nice results from just that little. Zzz, that's nice. Keep going. Um, yeah, I can get nice results with that. It's okay, yeah. but I do like getting my beard done sometimes um, at a barber's just because. Marcus will line mine up when I do get my hair done as well. So that's quite. He nice. does do your hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does my hair, he lines my beard and my eyebrow up. They're the only two things I need. Which is nice, you're right, because it is something that, like, I'm... And he said as well, because he's grown his hair out now, that he misses, like, the the going and getting a, a haircut because he used to do it, like, every month. And, obviously, you don't get that pampering anymore. And, obviously, blokes, okay. we don't tend to go anywhere. We don't get his nails done. We don't really go for anything like that. So it's nice to have him line you up and get a little pampering. You know what I mean? Uh, yes, I understand that people feel like that, even though I personally don't, but I understand. Oh, you're, yeah, but you're a little autistic one, aren't you? You don't like sitting in a chair and getting prodded and poked by people. No, and I don't understand why people do. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, Sounds like diagnosis of autism. <laughs> it could be. It could be a thing, couldn't it? Um, some percentage of autism. On the, going scale, on on the, the spectrum. Some, some For all per- of your best qualities, the, though, as well. So. There's going to be... Some percentage of something going on, but I, I just feel strange about being touched by people that I don't love. I was going to say because you love it when I touch you. <laughs> <laughs> that was going to be my argument, but I guess that's just falling apart. Well, I know you're half making a joke, but for example, we did hug upstairs True. at least two or three times before starting the show. And no, I love you, so I will definitely hug you. Um, but I've, I always feel so awkward in hairdressers. I always feel I can never have massages. Um, mm. I could never have a massage from a bloke, weirdly. I get weird about that. Why? Because you feel you will like it too much, will you? No, I'd know. It really does make me seize up in, like, some kind of cringe. It makes me seize up in a cringe whether it's a man or a woman. No, I can relax into a female massaging me. For some reason, a bloke, I just can't. I, well, I, 
Again, I don't feel the same, but I'm glad you feel like that in a way because then you understand how I feel yes, both yes, ways. Yes, yes, I know what you mean. Unless it's somebody that I literally love, that then they can touch me, okay? Yeah, but I'm, I'll be good. Don't I'll, give me the eyebrows like you're looking for a massage now, Connor. <laughs> Get back in your little box. <laughs> <laughs> um, one other thing that's changed is I have a girlfriend now. I know, um, and that is recent news. Yes, and I was just go, I was just going to say, for example, if she wants to give me a massage, good. Fine. Yes, good. Accepted. But... People I don't know, I just think, why are you touching me? I just think, oh, stop, please. It's well, you heard him, Louise. Them. That's that's a job for you now. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and yes, you're enjoying your newfound relationship, aren't you? Oh, unbelievable! Mm. I feel like I've absolutely been swept off my feet, to be honest. She's big and strong like that. <laughs> I meant metaphorically. Oh, I meant metaphorically. Maybe I'm autistic too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but metaphorically. And you're enjoying your time. She's a bit of a way away, but other than other than the long distance being a slight impracticality, you're enjoying yourself. Yeah, what do they say? What do they say? Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah. That's what I'm just currently telling myself yeah. over and over. Until you get pissed off and sh- move. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what will happen. Until you run off into the night. Well, I don't know what will happen. Time will tell. Time will tell. But now it's very nice that you're, after your recent lull and loneliness, that you've got a little companion. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, thank I'll, you. I'll tell you how it is. <laughs> um, I've been your muse recently, and that's been about it. Oh, that's lovely. Thank you. Mm. I always appreciate you, sir. My uh, musing. <laughs> yeah, I honestly do. I honestly do. But no, I feel very loved. Mm. Um, I feel very loved. I've also fallen in love recently. Have you? With my new pet, my steed. My, you mean your motorbike? My metal, yeah. You're, 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 my uh, steel horse. Oh my god. <laughs> she's, she's spicy. She's oh my powerful. God. She's nice. I got a motorbike, people, is what we're referring Saying to. Saying this quite sexually towards me. Uh, well, I'm thinking of the bike, if I'm being honest. No, no I don't think it well. I did send it me directed. Yeah, at me, she's very yes. curvy and sexy. If I catch nice. you around the back with that pipe, <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Look, I'll have to start off to say something to someone. Okay. I would want you to, I'll probably. Yeah, I'll have to. I think I'll have a word with you first, and then I'll say, look, we need to talk to get someone. Get the intervention flag out at that yeah, point. Yeah, we need yeah. to talk to someone. Yeah. But no, I'm in love with this bike. It's great. And I'm gonna. I'm looking forward to getting it on the road. I have my CBT um, day, what is it, day course? What, CB? Cognitive C- Behavioural Therapy? Have no, what? it's um, compulsory bike training. <laughs> is it now? Which is hilarious, isn't is it? it? Yeah. Now? It always tripped me up as well. But yeah, I got that on Friday, which will then, assuming I don't completely butcher it, legitimise me for a licence. And then... What do you have in, to do for a motorbike Insure Sorry? What do you have to do to pass this test? I've, I've, I have a well, driving licence, but I've never I've never been on a motorbike ever. So there are, it's a bit complicated, you know, so I'll, I'll do it short. But um, there's quite a few different like levels because it isn't just like jumping into a car. It's like imagine the same kind of range that you can have with a car and then like... HGV stuff and like vans and all the other kind of licenses you could get because there's so many different sizes of engines with bikes and stuff. So you start off doing an A1 license is what I'm doing, which gets you on a 125, which is just the basic thing that you do when you're 16. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing, uh, which gets me onto this 125 that I've got. And then I'll I'll just enjoy that for a little bit, get to learning how to ride. And then in a year or so, I'll upgrade to like a 250. And then that would have to come with another license again. We're going to do another test, do you? Yeah. Else. Oh, and it's also age-related. Is it? After, like, 25, I think you can just go straight for um, an, an open-ended one, whereas now it's, like, restricted because I'm a little baby. Okay, and then when you see... I don't know anything about bikes. When you see, like, a super bike or, like, a really fast one, like mm. what kind of CC would that be? 
Oh, I see. Um, you're like saying one, two, two thousand and up. Two thousand cc. You said not hot. Yeah. Uh, what, what? Well, okay. Well, so what are you referring to when CC. you say one two five? One two five cc. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah so yeah. then you said two fifty, but a superbike's what two thousand? Well, well. So what? I was. It's not even a superbike. It's a cruiser. Um, it's a, a Triumph. Well, it's a, it. It's like a super cruiser. I guess you'd call it. I've been going to, to SMC, which is Sheffield Mo- uh, Motorcycle Centre, just down the road, to get some of my stuff. And they've got a Triumph Rocket there. Where's that? Sheffield Motorcycle Centre? Around the corner, just off Parkway. Park yeah, Head, is it near the... On the like interchangey bit, yeah. For, yes, I know where that is. My One of my old clients called Pete Dent works there. Great guy. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, I don't know guy. Pete yet. If you see a guy there called Pete. Pete, yeah, okay. Excellent guy. Yeah, so it's down near the... Um, Near the Wicker, yeah, that place. That's a, I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah on the right-hand side of the road. Him, yeah. um, and in there, they had a Triumph Rocket V6 on a, on, a, on a bike, which for anyone that doesn't know, a V6 relates to the engine, you know, the cylinders. Yeah. And that's V is like when they're in that shape, mm-hmm. like doof-doof-doof. And like then what, six like cylinders. What shape? Okay, Connor, listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then on a bike, imagine that. Like, Okay, so to give you context, my bike is one cylinder. And that's six of these, and it's in an engine. That's more than, that's double my brother's car, put it that way. Double my brother's car, and you just sit on top of it. <laughs> that's insane. And that bike's 2,300cc. What? Which is, yeah, insane. How fast can that go? So fast, too fast. Too fast. Way too fast than it needs to. Way too fast. And that's loud as well. So loud, so fast, and also just acceleration on a bike is pretty crazy, because they're so light as well. Weird to think that you are sat on top of like a slight metal it. structure on top of Mate, an engine. it's an engine. And that's why I like them as just like... Filled with petrol the pin- as well. The pinnacle of mechanics, of like of mechanical engineering. It's an engine, like a drive shaft and chain and wheels and then a little bit to steer it. And like you say, your fuel. And that's it. You just sat on a machine going. There's no luxury to it. There's no nothing. You just... It's raw. Yeah, it's raw. I raw metal. I love it. Yeah. I love it. You sat on the tank. Some people like that about old school cars as well. Yeah, for sure. Like that old school feel to them. I get it. I completely get it. Personally, I'm not really into vehicles. I have zero interest in cars. Really? To the point that I actually really dislike them, actually. I I don't know. I don't have a license, so I've told you enough. I do, but I choose not to have a car at this minute in time. Things, things, well, things will change in the future. I can't not have a car forever. But at the minute, living in the city centre here. I've been getting away with not having a car. You I, like walking places. and I do. I find it... Well, I, I try and set up my life to have as minimum stress as possible. That's the truth. I try and make everything just... I, I, I like a calm and peaceful life. Yes, you're right, actually. Yeah. And I find travelling in cars a bit stressful. Even less, less so if I'm not driving, because you just kind of sit there and you just get there. But if it, driving, it's not hard, but it's a bit stressful. No, you, well, the, the first ever panic attack I ever had was in a car. So yeah, like same thing. I don't, I don't like being a passenger particularly. It doesn't, I don't like being in a car. It sets me off a bit. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Um, yeah, I, I quite like pl- um, trains. I, I like trains. I love flying. Do you really? I love flying. Okay, yeah. so what's the logic behind this thing? Why don't you like a car, but you do like a plane? What's going on here? In a car, I find I, I just genuinely get sick quite often, so it's probably more of that sick. kind of feedback loop. Yeah, I, guess, I used to get car sick, and I get I very yeah, it does. It just makes me anxious for some reason. Whereas in a plane, there's definitely a, obviously it's linked to the fact that it's cool, it's novel. I'm in a plane, but I don't know. Just the fact that it's just 
I've got my little seat, I've got all my snacks and my book and my screen with my movie on it and that, and I'm just... You love a little movie. I, okay, I'll tell you what it is, is I love, I love, because I am an inherently lazy as fuck. <laughs> Whenever I am given the chance to sit down and do nothing, and it's well without of my control, it's like, you couldn't have been productive if you wanted to. It's like, okay, let's go, I'm done, I'm sitting down and doing nothing. And like, when I flew to China, that was like a 10 hour flight. I just got through three movies, felt no guilt about it, sat there and ate shit. It was great. <laughs> I loved it, I loved it. I have a bit of anxiety. And trains aren't too far off that. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Train is probably my favourite form of transport. You, you have more anxiety about flying, is that what you're about to say? I have a, a bit of anxiety about flying, yes, only because you're in a tiny metal tube, like how high in the air? A mile or two? 50,000 feet, I don't yeah. know. I don't know how many miles it is in the air. <laughs> Through the air, you know, it's like... And a little tin can. Statistically, it's quite safe. Yeah. Um, but there's always just that, like, I don't know... When the reality Slightly. sits in, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I quite enjoy trains though. Um, like I've been getting the train to visit Louise, and it's it's nice actually. It's it is. It's been busy once or twice, but I've managed to. I've managed to actually get a seat every time. I've nearly managed to actually get a, a, table. a table seat every single time. And I do a little bit of work. I either fill in my diary for the week going ahead. No, or it is. It gives you I message chance, back clients. Yeah. You know, I can listen to a bit of a podcast on the way. Usually I'm doing a lot of messaging of clients or email writing or, you know, post writing or things like this for social media, etc. at home anyway. So I can just kind of sit there. It's chilled. It's quite smooth. People are usually quite quiet and respectful. If it's someone... morning or something, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, yeah, if it's not like football time yeah, or yeah, something, yeah, but yeah. Not, not on the trains I'm taking anyway, this is not And you're right, I often think for people that do commute for like an hour or more to work on the train, yeah, it's a nice little interim into the day whereby like you've got to get up and at them early to the, like you've got an initial little hurry and rush to get to the train station, but then you've got like an hour to then also sink back into it, relax a little bit, get on top of your work for the day understand what you're doing and then get there and go. Yeah, if I had to do a, two hours a day, I'd, I couldn't No, lame, that. agreed, if it was every yeah. day. No. There's, there's actually studies showing that, I think it's for every hour per day that you that you do like sort of traveling, that people rate their like life on a scale slightly worse. Because <laughs> like, traveling is just, it's not that fun, is it? No. Getting stuck, stuck in traffic was one of the things that put me off driving. As much as I could, I just thought, I, I feel like the more you have to yeah, drive in your day-to-day -day life to get to the things that you need regularly, the more incorrectly you've got things set up. Agreed. It, that, that's what I feel like. Well, if you can bring things around you so that you've got everything you need nearer, like in your close environment, whatever that might be for you, not, not necessarily immediately, but within reasonable distance for you, I think that's it really brings a lot to my life anyway when I do that for simplicity and for low stress. Um, like, I love living in the city centre here. I can get a tram from two streets across to basically anywhere in Sheffield immediately. I can get the... I'm, I'm like, six minutes walk from the train station, so I can go anywhere. You know, there's there's 10 supermarkets. You know, like, when it was the pandemic and stuff, people were struggling to get food. Yeah. Not here in the city centre. No. There's, like, literally 10 supermarkets within half a mile of me, and no one was coming into the centre because none of the office workers were coming in or anything like this. So there was absolutely loads of food all the time. Loads of options, loads of things going on. There's loads of restaurants, there's loads of events. Really nice. Mm. Cars are very convenient, though. Yeah. And, and but, probably but, but a bit again, cheaper. It's like... Probably a bit cheaper overall. I get, yeah, it's you wherever travel. your priorities are, I imagine. But like you're saying, if you can set your life up like that, there's no real extra cost to setting your life up like that. And then you don't have the cost of a car, which is a, a 
Like that's everyone's after a house second biggest expense, isn't it? It might be. Like Depends if you've got kids. And for or, most people, for a lot of people, it's their biggest expense. My car or rent or something. You know what I mean? But Cars yeah. are expensive. Do you know what I mean? They, they just go wrong. Well, like I'm just... finding that like my motorbike is expensive, and I've, I'm. I've only got really insurance and road tax left to pay, and I'm uh, I've only spent a grand on it so far, and I'm yeah. already like, oh my god, that's a lot of money. But that's for everything, you know. So, but for a car, yeah, that's expensive. Yeah, they need tires. It needs servicing. It goes wrong. You need to get the oil changed, and you use lots of petrol in it, and it just Boo. insurance. And then, oh my god, it's all of it all the time. It's like, well, well, I'll have to deal with all that too. But we shall see. And I'll be dealing with it again too, because I'll definitely get a car again. It's not like I'm not going to have a car ever again. That makes no sense. Mm. I've just been getting away with it for a while. And they do have massive convenience. Like occasionally there's times I'd like to be able to go somewhere and I just think that's a bit awkward to get to but like a car. But like not near enough worth it to just get a car. You No, usually I just pay for like uh, taxis or something. And sometimes the taxis are a lot. Like I want to go to Chatsworth House to the Christmas market and I'll, I will literally just get a taxi from here and it will be 30 to 40 pounds each way in a taxi. Yeah, but again, stack that up against a car. A car, I'd be paying three to 400 pounds a month most likely for, for a decent car. So just every now and then you go to a Chatsworth. If you do an event that, that costs that much a month... You still, you still quid. You're still saving money, aren't yeah, you? You still exactly, yeah. So occasionally, I get a little taxi somewhere, mm. or yeah, I have to pay a taxi five or ten quid to nip me somewhere if I'm in a, if I'm in a rush, or if, if I have to get a really long taxi or something like yeah. But okay, but over the year, it's still cheaper, mm-hmm. definitely. It's still cheaper, definitely. Um, so you've left the gym, you're feeling better to go back to the beginning. The beginning, yes, <laughs> the beginning of you're life. Back to all the things that have changed. Yeah, less um, stress. Yes. I remember you said to me one time that you're feeling better because for the first time now, you're only after having to look after you rather than having to think about loads of different people. Yeah. Which I think is nice. Well, you know what, actually, thinking about it. You should should take some time for yourself sometimes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You've not done that since you were 16. You've been, since you were 16, you've been smashing it on personal training every single day of your life, looking after other people and trying to get them to do the right things in their life. Yeah, and it, and it, and it didn't end well. And so now we're not doing it, it anymore. Did, well, it did end well in a lot of ways, mm. didn't it? You become one of the best personal trainers in the world. You built yourself a career. You got you you moved out and got yourself your own nice apartment. You've made loads of friends. You've changed so your, many friends. Yeah, you've changed your confidence and you've you've got good physical health. Yeah, you found it stressful towards the end, but sometimes it's just work and it's mm. just life, isn't it? And yeah, okay, maybe you became a bit burnt out on it at the end. And maybe you don't like the industry that much, but don't pretend you're gonna like any other industries. Because you're just not. There's just there's charlatans and bullshit <laughs> I don't know. in every industry. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Fitness is fitness is up there probably with one of the worst, I'd say. But I don't. But I yeah, don't know. Do we know? What I do don't we know. know. I only know about fitness, and it's ninety yeah. percent or more bullshit. I agree. Yeah, Health and fitness. It's literally ninety percent or more just absolute yeah. horse shizer, yeah. isn't it? But I don't know about other industries. But I, I'm looking forward to have like you're saying this this overseeing opinionated approach for for, for a short while of just. Having absolutely no reason, I can just say what I want. I can just chat right. bullshit and call people out and do what I want. I can do. I, I can call anyone out now. You can. I would just like to say from this moment on on the podcast that Will's, on Will's opinions are his opinions and <laughs> my opinions are my opinions. And I would just like to say for all the Slum Society show and the the future of everyone I'm trying to help and my future career that I do not necessarily agree with the things that Will Hugan says from this moment. You're going to draw up a waiver that says something. <laughs> I'm literally saying this is this is my this is my get out clause right now that I'm all putting right. forward. Um, you're, if you get if you get yourself cancelled, I am not being cancelled for what you say. <laughs> Bro, you we, can be cancelled. You've got to be on like 
were like half a million views to be even in the ballpark of getting cancelled. At this point, if anything, we're in the ballpark of gain popularity for being polarizing. Uh, so I say, try it. No, go for it. And we'll yeah. see what happens to Will. I'll say we'll drop some bombs. See what happens <laughs> on the next episode. I, mean, I can't get fired. News I don't have a week. job. <laughs> which is which is a funny thing at the minute actually to bring that full circle. Yes, I've I've left the gym. I've bought a motorcycle and ridden off into the sunset, and I don't have a job yet, do I? <laughs> no, you. No. I'm currently just unemployed. I've been encouraging you to stay unemployed. Yeah, it's it's oh, funny. A overall. lot of people have actually. Yeah, because you need to bit. chill. You'd been you'd been five days since you'd left the gym and you started getting antsy that you'd not found another job yet. Uh, I'm like, bro, stop it. True. Just rest. It's only now been like three or four weeks, dude. It's fine. Yeah, you, you are. You I, I mean, bills, and it's also, I am also a fine situationally for a little, for a That's while. what I mean, as long as you can pay your bills, which you can, yeah, then it's fine. Yeah, just chill. Can. I'll be fine. Yeah, just relax. I know you've been rock climbing a lot. I've been loving my climbing. I've been exactly. loving my training. How many times a week are you climbing? Three. Three, four. Three times yeah. a week. Yeah, show me your hands. Let me, let me unhook from here. They're not see. bad at the minute, you know, actually. <laughs> looking quite quite nice. So what? Not, they're not. excellent hands. Yeah, they're looking I'm nice. I'm so surprised. They're looking real nice. I'm so surprised at that. Yeah. I mean, once I've got chalk in them, that really dries them out and pulls out the... Uh... Oh, they look terrible with chalk in, don't they? Oh, God, yeah. my, my hands are at least, I don't know, not, not calloused and quite soft. I use hand moisturizers and stuff like this because I do use my hands. Um, I forget that you're a big cutie like that. For training and exercise. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't feel like I have the best skin anyway. Like I have just different... No? No, steady skin issues over time. So I'm just careful with it, essentially. I just try and look after it as much as I can. Um, but and So my hands look fine on the bottom, but then when I go climbing <laughs> and there's chalk on them and they start to get dry, it looks awful. Yeah, it looks it like your hands are melting. And all, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then when you get home and you wash it off and you put some moisturizer on, it kind of goes back to relatively normal again. It's a bit strange. Mm. Oh, and it's such a fun climbing, dude. It's so worth it. I'm glad you like it. Yeah. You can like it if you wish. I will continue to like it. I think some you. people like stamp collecting. You can, <laughs> you can like whatever you like. If nice. you like climbing up a wall and then coming back down, you can. Ooh. I do enjoy it a little bit. Enjoy it a little bit. What do you enjoy, Connor? Because I know you don't actually enjoy the gym. Um, no, but I enjoy being healthy and being in shape. Yeah. It helps my confidence and self-esteem and physical well-being and energy levels, etc. I like what, what activity, I get out of it. I feel like you like basketball. No. No? No, I don't really like any sporting. Like, like no. I like jiu-jitsu, grappling. You like archery? Yeah, I like archery, jiu-jitsu, grappling. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. In terms of like... Activities you can do. Physical activities, yes. The good playing the guitar. Uh, Yeah, I really like playing the guitar. Big fan of playing the guitar. I've been smashing the guitar for at least an hour or two a day. And you're getting good at them stringy dingy hobo songs, aren't you? I can string a string. Yeah, you can strum a string. Vibrate a string, yes, or six. Ding a ling a ding a wing a wang a bang a bang. Um, It's tuneful. You you well actually. You're getting you're getting good. No, I'm not good. Uh, I still consider myself. By my standards, I. Well, to, to somebody, you're, you're not she a isn't guitar a player. You're not a guitar player, for example. No. To somebody who can't play guitar, you can if, play they guitar. Hear me, if they hear me play guitar, they're like, you're good at guitar. To somebody who can actually play guitar. They're like, oh, you figured out those few songs that are easy. <laughs> like, I I was with um, some of Louise's family um, recently, including her father, and he can play guitar. Shred. Oh. Oh, he can play guitar. Um, in fact, let me show you the photo of this guitar that he's got. This is like... Oh, wow. What about rock music, eh? I love me some rock music. Do you really? Yeah, you know. 
What kind of rock bands do you like? Led Zeppelin. Do you? I, I can play some Led Zeppelin songs. Can you? Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Um, what Led Zeppelin songs do you like? I like Bron Wire. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. B R O N dash. I like one of my favorites is Fool in the Rain. It's got a very nice. Okay, I don't know if I know that one. Beat to it. My favorite one. One of my favorite one is. How, how does it go? Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> Absolutely perfect, Connor. Isn't it? Working from 7 till 11. Uh, my dad loves Led Zeppelin. I remember one of the first times he put that on in the car. It says working from 7, seven, to, yeah. seven to 11, doesn't it? Uh, really makes life a drag. And I said to my dad, that's not long. That's, come on. That's only like come on. four hours. Yeah. Eight, eight, nine, ten, eleven. It's obviously, he's talking about 7 a.m. till 11 yeah. p.m. I was thinking 7, like 7, I was thinking, it's four hours. Anyone can do that. Why are you writing a song about this? That's part time, bro. Bitch. But that's one of my favourites. You're not getting out of bed on time, that's probably. Uh, what's that one called? I've forgotten. I, I'm blanked I don't on know. I've blanked on I it. I don't know. I'm going to Google the lyrics. <laughs> oh, what else? Yeah. My dad will be appalled that I've forgotten the name of this song. I'm and just, he's a big fan, so. I'm not good at names of things. He is a big fan. Yeah, it's literally his favourite <laughs> band. I'm very happy about that. He, he, used to, he used to challenge me and pay me £50 um, that I couldn't play certain songs on guitar. He'd say, bet you 50 quid you can't play this. Really? And then I'd go and practice for like four to six weeks. Good motivation. Yeah, and then play it. And Longest then, 50 quid you've ever earned. And then he would give me the 50. Good lad. Yeah, and when I was like what a hero. 15, oh, that's it, was, it was decent. Oh, that's perfect. It was decent. We've not played the game for a long time. Excellent parenting, Mr. Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, say perfect. One sec. Oh, it's, it's called Since I've Been Loving You. Of course it is. I'm about to Why is that not ringing any bells? Maybe I don't know that. Um, what do you, you know what? I've been smashing more Pink Floyd recently as well, but a different album than the one we were last talking about. I've been, yeah. Wait, you be quiet for a minute? Yeah, that's better. <laughs> I can't play anything like this on guitar, I only play acoustic. Get better is my advice. Because it's cool. While this is on, I'm going to leave it on a minute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> background noise, yeah? Um, let me show you one of... I was... Look at this. What have we got here? What? One, oh of Louis, one of Louise's... This is beautiful. Um, guitar, Dad's guitars. I've got the Thousand, shoes now. Thousands of pounds. That's insane. That's insane. a very pretty guitar I'm looking at for people at home. Uh, white and gold. Oh my god. It looks like Elvis's guitar himself. The band begins with like a D. It's like a Dosenberg. Is it Tenacious D? Or something like that. No, we did speak about Tenacious D. And he was absolutely shredding it. Probably doing loads of solos, awesome. loads of different styles, playing blues solos and all kinds of stuff. So we, we like this guy. We've caught everyone on a bit of a music, con on a bit of a music street here, everyone. I've never seen him this into a song. Such a distinctive voice. You've been enjoying your country stuff as well. Yeah. I've yeah. Been, I've been loving playing country music on guitar. That's right. Excellent song. I've always been a big lover of Meatloaf. I quite like Meatloaf. A lot of Meatloaf. Bat Out of Hell was maybe <laughs> one of the first songs Bat that I ever, ever... Stop it, Bat Out of Hell. ...knew and liked. What? 
You don't like that song? Um, sure. I mean, sure. <laughs> I mean, it's very meatloaf, and meatloaf isn't himself is very meatloaf, <laughs> which sounds obvious, but you know, <laughs> it's a good tune, man. It's got a two-minute intro, so skip it to like one minute forty-seven. <laughs> <He knows it>. <laughs> <laughs> and the lyrics are kicking at like one minute fifty-two. There you go. There you go. It's raw power, you've got to admit. <laughs> and it's about a motorbike, come on. Is it? Yeah. Is it? I know this yeah. song, but I've never really paid attention to the lyrics that much. I'm gonna hit the highway like a battering ram on a silver black phantom bike. There you go. When the metal is hot, when the engine is howling. See? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing ever grows in this rock and roll horn, and everything is starting out last. See? <laughs> Just as oh my god. for me as well, <laughs> right? Oh my god. Wow, I can get down to that. That's one that you'll hear me going to in the shower. <laughs> yeah. Going. Yeah. That's a belter. That one pisses the neighbours off, for oh. sure. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> you screaming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny with your long hair coming Fuck down. Yeah. In the dark, I that's a weird thing to... Showering in the dark. I usually, yeah, well, yeah. And it's, you actually shower in the dark? Yeah. I feel like this is dangerous. It's nice, like, sensory deprivation. Dangerous, maybe you're right. Mm. <laughs> Slip and fall. I can see why you'd think that. Yeah. Well, no, I don't think it. It works excellently for me. I mm. love it, yeah. Hmm. I remember you mentioned this to me before. Have you ever tried an actual sensory deprivation tank? Yes. Have you? Yes. Where did you go for this? Manchester. I also went to Manchester. Interesting. I wonder yeah. if you floated in the same salt. Um, was it? I think my, the place I went was called something like the Float Lab or something. <sighs> I have no idea. It was by like a, the canals. Yes. Oh, we've no been, way. We've definitely been to Well, we will place. have been if it's... The, it was yeah. walking distance from the train station, if that's how you got there. It was like 15 minutes walk from I the did. train station or something. I did. I went to a little Indian on the way. Did you? Yeah. Mm. I, I did the same I morning My Manchester. girlfriend at the time, we both did it. I wanted to do it and she went with me, yeah, and we had our own individual little pods. I fucked it up a little bit though. I was getting, enjoying it, and I was getting to the point that I had started to visualise some faces popping around, like often okay. is a thing that can happen. But and then I scratched my eye and got salt in my eye. So I had to get out. <gasps> oh, the worst. What are you going to do? I had to get out like a right <coughs> knob and just try and clean it out and then get back in. So fluffed it a little one. Yeah, so for for listeners at home, a sensory deprivation tank is as close to no external stimulation as your body can experience, most likely on Earth. So it, well put, it, yeah. Yeah, it's created to remove all external inputs coming into your body as much as possible. So you're basically in a giant bathtub. Um, like, it's pretty big, isn't it? Like, it might be... Not much smaller than this room. No, yeah, like it's usually in a room you about take up this the size. Enti- take up the entire yeah. space of that room. And it's definitely. like an egg that's got a little hatch. Yeah, it's like a giant egg. It's got a roof on it kind yeah. of thing. It's like a, a, giant, ho- it's a giant hot tub. It's a convertible egg. Yeah, it's a giant hot tub with like a... A, a mouth that eats you. A lid that comes down, kind yeah. of like a sunbed style. Yeah. When you go on a lay down sunbed. That big. But except it's really big, so it's not. it sounds like it's going to be claustrophobic at first, but it's really not, because it's that big, it's not claustrophobic. It's that big and it's pitch black inside, again, sensory deprivation. Well, it's got so. a light on at the start, hasn't it? Yes. And then you can press a button on the side and turn the light off, or it dims itself. And you can also press the button to turn it back on if you get too scared. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so you, you you take all your clothes off, don't you? If I remember correctly, mm-hmm. you're not supposed to wear any clothing. Um, 
and then you get into this giant bath sort of thing where the the water temperature is the exact same temperature as your body so you can't feel and, and the air as well yes they try and correct. match kind of all three yeah the so. air and your body and the water are all the same temperature so you can't actually tell whether you're in the water or not it feels like you're just floating and i didn't get there but in the most intense kind of circumstances i think people <laughs> will describe starting to forget like where they start and end as well because you can't really yeah. feel what's going on and a lot of that is that there's salt. The water is salt water, and it's really—it's like the. It's the, very it's like salty. The black, is it the Black Sea that's real salty? And you can float in it real easy. It's is like it that. The Dead Sea. The Dead Sea. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like that. So you just float with no effort, which is really nice. Yeah, because when I when I got into the, I remember I got into the float tank or the sensory yeah. deprivation tank and laid in it, and I remember I started laying with my arms down to my sides like this. And I laid there for about, I don't know, some period of minutes or time. And then after a while, I crossed my arms and like put my arms over my body and then started like touch, patting my own body and thinking, I'm not in the water. Yeah, you're and on the, top of it more You're on you top realize. of the water. Like I was only one cent, the water's so salty. I'm, I'm oh, only you, what, wow. one centimeter in it. Like it only, didn't even come like a quarter of yeah, my like leg. I would, I would, I would say it maybe the starts like tickling your ears and, and maybe... You can do if you put your head back. Yeah, if you put your head back, it like kind of puts your, your, your ears in the water, but that's about it, yeah. Yeah, um, and it's also soundproof, mm -hmm. isn't it? So Pitch black. So yeah, yeah, when the light goes off, it's every sense fully pitch black. You can't feel down. the floor, you're floating, you can't feel the air. There's no sight, there's no sound, there's no touch, there's no feeling, there's no warmth, there's, there's no nothing. There is only you. Yeah, there's only you and your mind. Yes. And it's supposed to help with meditation by removing external stimulus and distraction, essentially, which I can really, really see why that works. It didn't work for me. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's the thing you need a lot of practice for, That's exactly it? what I thought. Like with meditation as well. Exactly. That. Which, how often can you do that? Well, I've How many it. times have you been to Manchester and been to that pod? Exactly. I've been exactly. once. <laughs> How many times have I meditated normally? I've sat on the floor. Hundreds of hours I don't even know. Mm. Yeah, so I'm used to being sat on the floor or laid down and doing like a bit of a meditation. So the, the thing that stopped me, because I've only done the, the float tank once, was the novelty Novel of it. Yeah, because yeah, I can't remember how long I was in there. Maybe like 50 minutes or an hour or something, quite yeah, a while. But it to took be. me about 20 or 30 minutes to stop being like, wow. Ooh, I'm in a float tank. This is cool. Yeah, Joe Rogan does this. Wow. I'm as cool as him. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, and another thing that was getting me was I must have not been slightly centred because about about every 10 minutes- You'd hit the edge. Yeah. yeah! Yeah! I must have been slowly, like so slowly, like 0.1 miles an hour or something, floating You're to the top. dead the, right. The top of my bald head had just Boop. bump on the top Boop. and just slightly touched, but that must have just been enough to just send me the Ripple. other way. Yeah. And then after another 10 minutes, my toes had just on the bottom <laughs> and then I'd start going back and I'd at one point I'd bump the left. And you're right, it's enough to pull you out of it. You're like, oh, reality. Because yeah. it is, it's, it's, it's a sense then you, that you've got, that you've been given, you've been given an input. Yeah. And when you've got no input, that's dialed to, to 11 then, isn't it? I did find it quite useful though to bump the edge because without bumping the edge, when the light was off, I did feel like I was spinning and at certain times I felt like I was upside down, which was quite, it was quite disturbing at times. It felt like with the light on, I was fine because I could see where I was and that I wasn't moving. When I turned the light off, it immediately felt like I began to rotate. Oh, that's in weird, yeah. All different directions. Like my body was rotating and then I'd be not not even just like left to right horizontally, but also rotating up and down. Kind of like as if you imagine an astronaut free floating through space and rotating. Yeah, yeah. That's what it felt like. At one point I turned the light on to check where I was and it stopped immediately. 
then I turned it back off and it kind it's of kind of like vertigo again. or something almost. It's something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it was. Because I managed it's to... Totally just losing where your orientation is. What I was really enjoying was I kept in my head just saying over and over to myself like that I could just be floating in space right yes. now. Um, and that's what I was imagining. Like I was doing it with my eyes open. And you know like when your eyes are open and it's pitch black and you keep like refocusing your eyes kind of thing. I was doing that and focusing on like a very far on something as if it was very far away. So like focusing my eyes in a way that I, sh I would have been looking say to the horizon. Yeah. But it was pitch black obviously, but what that was doing was making it feel like the black the blackness was pushed further away so that I was really just floating in the middle of nothing. And I felt like I was just floating in the middle of space. That's the idea, I think. It was it? super cool. Yeah. yeah, you must have got, that sounds like you got it right to me. I didn't quite get there in the, mentally, like to a point, because I guess the complete point that you need to get to is forgetting that you're in a tank. Like a, a state of being basically asleep, but without actually being asleep. And I didn't quite get there. It take was, a lot of practice. Yeah, for sure. It'd take a for lot sure. of practice. It's good fun though. There was a book in that place about all the different drugs they'd put people on in tests and then put them into the tank. Oh and shit. that just sounds scary. Sign me up for that. Except um, acid and any other one like It was that. all the different... It was like a, a scientific book from like... I can't remember what it was, but it was quite old, like 1970 or something, <sighs> about just giving people all these different drugs they were and definitely them in the tank and just seeing what happened. That's I was awful. like, oh my God. It's a bit much. Some people were in the tank for a long time in those studies as well. I can't remember what it said, but I remember being shocked. That it Come was crawling like, out. It was like days later. A long time. Interesting. That people were going in. I thought, oh god, just to see what it did to people's minds. Melted. You know, but to their minds. <laughs> meditation is a good thing overall, though. We like meditation. We, we recommend do. it to people. Yeah, and I always wish I wanted. I did that more. I don't do it enough recently. I've done it periodically throughout my life for a lot of time, but. Never, I've never, it's never been a habit a, that I've no. managed to consistently build day by day by day by day by day. I could do, like I've done it with exercise, yeah, make, fitting it in multiple times per week. I've done it with healthy eating, making that an everyday thing. I've done it with brushing my teeth, it, getting a shower. It, it could really, be done. I mean, I th I'm, from what people say, you start reaping the benefits from like 10 minutes a day of just like legit good. I guarantee you could reap the benefits from one minute a day. Sweet. 100% guarantee. People are like, I haven't got time. It's like, not you have got time. You, you can do it while the kettle's boiling. I understand it because, like, you can't do it while the kettle's like time-wise. Yeah, you, you can, can. Yeah. but it's the it's like having the end, the time, the end, the like the energy for it as well. The time, energy, if that'd be a thing. You I know understand. what I mean? Yeah, yeah I understand. Yeah. yeah, the correct effort and willpower and space to do it. Yeah, the right mentally, mental yeah. energy to do it. Yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, it's also a fantastic thing to do just before you fall into sleep. Because what else are you doing? Thinking about your bullshit and your problems. Well, that's going to help you, isn't it? <laughs> it's better just to do a, a, like a, a two-minute meditation, and you'll fall to sleep a lot better. What else are you doing while you're trying to fall to sleep? Nothing. You're just thinking about bullshit and problems. This is why you can't sleep, isn't it? So it's really useful to just do it. Before are you my you fall therapist? Asleep. Leave me alone. No. Stop analyzing me, person. Sorry, I'm not talking to you, William. Oh, that's fine no, then. I'll, I'll, rem I'll remove myself from that equation. So your pecs do a bounce then. They do that every now and then. On, on their own, do When I'm excited. <laughs> they do what they want, man. Um, but it's, it's great to do a meditation when you fall into sleep. Definitely. And it's it's a very beneficial thing. It's Meditation to the mind is what exercise is to the body. It's training. Um, like meditation's focus and attention span training and emotion control training and thought pattern training yeah and see i've only ever mind organized i've only ever succeeded at meditation once i'd say when it was a time when oh. i i know bad when i thought i'd meditated for about five minutes and then i looked at the clock and it had been just over 20 
And I was like, oh shit, that's pretty cool. Interesting. Like time travel. I understand what you mean. That's happened to me before. But I, I do think you're misunderstanding what it is. That's like saying I've only ever succeeded at exercise once. Oh. What does that mean? You know, if you turned up and you did it at all, you succeeded. If you did anything, it's better than doing nothing. Like even if you, it's like turning up to the gym and having a bad session and being like, I didn't succeed at exercise. No, I mean. Yeah, I agree. From a you morality like you point of view, I agree, yeah. But isn't meditation defined by its, by certain parameters? Like you have to be doing certain things? Nope. What do you mean? Not, or I feel not, but. Because there's a difference, because I wouldn't be classed as meditate, even if I was trying to meditate, it wouldn't be classed as meditating if I was sat there, but still very much in my own thoughts and thinking about it. It would. Really? Yeah, that's called transcendental meditation, TM. I don't like that. (laughs) There's different types. There's loads of different types. There's, um, like, there's walking meditations, there's sitting meditations. These are called Zazen and Kinhin and stuff like this. TM is a popular one, transcendental meditation. It sounds fancy, but all that means is letting your mind run away with itself and seeing where it ends up. Letting it just go and think about its own bullshit. You know, like if you, some people are always hiding from the problems. They've always got the radio on in the background or the TV, or they're always having to phone someone or do something because they're just scared of what's in their own mind. Because what if I think about all my problems and all my bullshit? Yeah, what if you do? Maybe you'll actually, <laughs> maybe you'll actually sort it out for once. Maybe you'll stop being scared of your own mind if you actually just. And I'm not recommending it to everyone. Some people have got demons you don't necessarily want to let out. I'm not saying it's for everyone, but it's a good and real thing. That's a type of meditation. Meditation to me is focus and attention span training. I only have ever found one correlate between all different types of meditation, and it's that you always focus on one thing. There's always a one. Right about that, there's always a yeah, one point it. to it. Like it, the point might be to let your mind run away, or the point might be to try and not let your mind run away. Like on a breathing meditation, like pranayama, you're supposed to just try and think, breathe in. And breathe out. And then in between the breaths, your mind gets distracted like this, and you think, no, wait, don't do that. Breathe in. Breathe out. And then you think, I wonder if I'm doing this right. Should I be breathing? Wait, don't do that. Breathe in. Breathe out. And I'm quite uncomfortable, you know. Maybe I should be sitting straight. And, wait, stop. Breathe in. And you just have to do that. Non- and you're just trying to train yourself to come back to one thought that you're giving yourself on purpose to train your attention span to stop running away with itself so that you can actually think what you want to think and not what your brain tells you you should be thinking about. And it's good training over time. It's fucking hard. <laughs> it took me twice a day for six months, I felt like, to get anywhere with that type of meditation. I couldn't. I could never get past three breaths. Literally, I can't even do. I could not even do three. Well, I bet it's pretty impossible to know that you're doing it right until after the fact, because you just zoned out for all intents and purposes, or zoned in. Well, like if you're thinking, I'm doing this right, then you're doing it. That's it. You're not doing it right. Exactly. Because if you're even thinking, I'm doing it right. That's not thinking. Breathe in, breathe out. You're damn right. So you're not doing it that's right. What I mean. so you your own even, smugness fucked it up. That's your ego. It you got can't you. even know. That you, you got caught by your own ego in that moment. <laughs> Hilarious, isn't it? God dang. This is, how, this is how meditation teaches you about yourself. This is it. You learn how distracted your own brain is by trying that. I've tried it at group meetings before. Like I've done talks about meditation and stuff like that. I've done them in person and online and stuff like that. And said to people, right, now we're all just going to go quiet and we're just going to try individually to think, breathe in, breathe out. And you just tell me how many you can actually do. No, no one can do more than five. Some people say they can, but they just don't understand their own mind. If you can do 10, you're literally a buddy smunk. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you literally must be enlightened if you can do 10, because it's just not real. It's so difficult. Well, yeah, I mean, I, in a pretty real way, can't really figure out how it is possible. <laughs> you've, just got to, you've just got to train to be focused yeah. on one thing. And it's easy to think breathing. 
and it's easy to think breathe out, it's the gaps in between. And it, there's supposed to be a gap. Like some people think about it breathing in a square. No. Like breathe in. Because that's awkward. Pause, breathe out. Pause, breathe in. Pause. Oh, breathe I thought out, you meant like. Pause. No, no, no. I'm, just I, constantly. I mean, not going. Yeah. And then straight away out. Yeah, that's what I mean. But yeah. going in. Well, breathing how you would breathe. And then pause for a second. And then breathing out. And then pause for a second. And then breathe in. It's in the gaps in between. Uh, that's when your mind will run away with itself. I find that interesting because I'm struggling now to think about what I would define as thinking in my brain. I can't, I'm struggling to, what do you mean? I'm struggling as I'm trying to do this exercise here now. I'm struggling to even, well, no, because I, oh, I don't know. What I don't, is thinking? Is I don't, you're thinking? yeah. You're, this is, this is <laughs> oh, no, I've gone too far. This, this is a metaverse. Meta, meta thinking. Metaverse. Yeah. I've gone too far. Zuckerberg's world to, into the metaverse. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. He's coined it now, the little bastard, the little rat bastard with the, the alien face. They're already selling uh, virtual real estate and land space in the metaverse now. That's insane. Well, bro, ready it's going to be play. the virtual world. It's ready play one. Ready play one. It's ready play one. That's it. Hey, I've just thought something about films that you might like. Um, Louise loves Marvel as much as Yay! Um, go on, Louise. Soon we're going to go see this new Eternal. Yes, go on, Louise. You. So, and she's watched all of them. You'll not like it. Like you. If you I, haven't I, seen them. I don't know, because I really like her, so that makes me like it by proxy. <gasps> Are you going to start even liking me more now? I just think... Yeah, if you watch... fall in love with Marvel, I'll fall in love with you. Will you? So you best be careful. like right little triangle. Ah, uh, that would be cute, wouldn't it? Oh, oh my god! Um, Going and standing in line. But if I watch these films, I'll feed back film. to you. I'll, yeah, cool. I'll give you my reviews on. She likes these films. If she if makes you watch all of them from the start. Wow, she's a keeper. Wait, wow. is, is, does that make some? Is that the definition of a keeper? My definition of is a keeper. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> you better stay away from my lady then. Ah, you better. Yeah, you better watch it. yourself. Oof. Yeah, you better keep her away from me. That's dangerous territory. That's, you are a sexy man. Just, yeah, you're damn right, because I love Marvel. Uh, yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> that, that's my sexiest quality. There's too many. <laughs> Loving superhero films. Sex on yeah. legs. I, I'm Googling define meditation. Oh, well, that's helpful, Oxford Dictionary. It says the action or practice of meditating. Ah. Thank you. I mean, fucking Sherlock. Thank I'd you. say Google meditating, but it'll bring you right back to meditation, Thank you, won't it? <laughs> Oxford over here, fucking <laughs> <laughs> Inspector Clouseau. Um, <laughs> define meditate. All right. Okay. Oh, that's worked. It's come up with a different definition. Ready? What have we got? It says focus one's mind for a period of time. Cool. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's focus training. That's about as condensed a version of what you were saying. Everybody understands meditation you, because yeah. you remember the old one of if you can't fall to sleep, count sheep. Ah. People used to say about counting sheep jumping over a wall. Which is always just, that's mm, mm, in your head, right? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Where else would it be? Well, I'm not sure. I the think, Peak District. I think I'm, this well. This is not the idea. Okay, listen to my argument <laughs> please before, before enlighten you, me before you think that i was just thinking you should go and find sheep to count them when you're tired okay <laughs> i think when i first heard of this phrase i was spending a lot of time in the peak district because both my grandparents and my dad lived out there yeah so i was just there most of the time and i think from my bed through the window there was a hill oh. on which i could see oh. sheep and so my pair the two, binoculars. I, I paired the two in Stop my brain, uh, and would be like, "That's how. That's what people do. Count sheep." But out of the window, I'm realizing differently now. 
people looking at me outside. What's that boy doing again? Oh, it's just what he does. <laughs> he's coming every night. The he, dumb just, yeah, he doesn't know that, that it's a hill. metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know. He's, he's running off every night to find ah, shoes. That's funny. Bastard. You didn't do no book learning. None of that. None hey, of that. Not. Book, book learning. learning. Book smarts. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Yeah. I go tip me a cow over later. <laughs> Counting sheep and tipping cows. So how we do? You know, the counting sheep thing, it's a form of meditation, isn't it? Because yeah. one of the things about brains, one of the mi- the misinterpretations or misunderstandings of meditation is you're not you're not trying to train your brain to think nothing. That's in, that's impossible. You're not okay. trying to get the brain to stop thinking. It only stops thinking when it's dead. It's like it, that's literally not the goal. You're, oh, that is handy to like have as a people yeah, focusing to, on one thing is much more you, You've got to think something. Yeah, people people often think it's the goal's to empty the mind, which it's not. The goal's single-minded, one-pointed focus. That's what the mind that's what the goal is. Um like one of my favorite types of meditation is loving kindness meditation, and it's literally what it sounds like. You try and focus your mind by thinking about things that are loving and kind or things that are nice. I like that feedback basically. loop. Yeah, you get into that. That's you, very positive. It seems exactly. It's very it's, it's positivity because you're going to have to think something, even if you're trying to fall asleep, even if you're stressed, even if you don't want to. You're going to think something. So you train your brain to think what you want it to think to stop it running away with itself. And if you if you're going to think about something, if it's a, <coughs> if it's to fall falling to sleep like a sheep counting one, it's because it's boring and it's got no relevance to anything. So it tires you out. You're focusing on something that's not your problems, that's boring and got no relevance, and eventually you just get tired and fall to sleep. The loving kindness ones more like for stress reduction or for positivity, you know, because you're focusing your mind on thinking about things that are... Well, there's gratitude meditations, isn't there? Thinking about things you're grateful for, stuff like that. I'm going to segue this back to, uh, as promised, a nice political point, which is, I would say that you probably can't get to the point of meditating if you haven't got past the point, which some people are stuck on, of victimization of yourself kind of thing. Interesting. Because... A lot of the time, these people that struggle to meditate or whatever, or struggle to be positive in their thoughts or whatever, are stuck in that feedback loop of feeling as though they deserve to feel shit or that they've been victimized by life. And I think a lot of the problem is that maybe someone has been victimized in some cases by some things, okay. and it is legit, but it still doesn't still doesn't solve any of your problems to think about life like that. So regardless of how much you actually have been victimized, I think the first thing you need to get out of the, the brain is that you aren't a victim and that you're privileged to be alive, let's say. And then as soon as you get to that point, then then you can start twisting your thoughts about like putting a positive spin on something. Because even if it is shit, say you've like lost your leg in a car accident or something like, yeah, that is undoubtedly shit and you've been given a shit deal there. But there is also no point in willowing in it and there will be some way, some positive spin on it that for the sheer sake of psychology, you know, you're not trying to whimsically trick yourself into thinking that it's better to live life without a leg when you could have had two. Yes. But for the sheer sake of psychology, there are definitely ways that you could see the, the benefit to, to any of these situations. But I think that you have to get past that victimization role first. I understand what you mean. Um, there's a quote by a philosopher, Gurdjieff. I don't remember the exact quote, but it's something along the lines of you can't escape a prison that you won't accept that you're in. Very nice, something, exactly. Something like that. You can't, the first, the first. Because how often, I mean, especially I know with the job I've had, and it's so, it's so fucking frustrating. And that's why, that's maybe one of the frustrations with it, uh, is when you'd say working with a client and 
the only issue that they're not progressing is because of this attitude. And the only thing that needs to shift is that they need to look in the mirror and go, you're not a victim. You're just, you're giving yourself excuses. You're not working hard and you're putting the blame on other people because you don't want to do it this way. You don't want to put in hard work. And sometimes it's like, you, you can't say that to someone, but that is what needs to happen, I think. I know I've noticed that in some people. Which I'm allowed to say now. <laughs> what do you mean? Do what I want, mate. Who's gonna oh. fire me? <laughs> Who's gonna fire me? <laughs> it's complicated and difficult things. It is. It is. I think that's probably a good way of summing it up. Yeah, you have to accept problems before you can start to change them. Like you can't fix something if you're not even willing to look at it. And it's a very difficult thing sometimes. Sometimes Th there is nothing productive about being a victim of of anything like that. Like again. Some people are victims, but if you're proceeding with that, if you're proceeding with that as your status quo and the way that you perceive yourself, for self-esteem, it's not good. It's you not legit. You no, can't. I feel like there's a practicality to it, yeah. But for the sake of, there are certain ways that you can choose to live your life that have not no effect on anything in the world other than you. You know, it's we're talking like you can. You can psych yourself and work with different tricks and whatnot to think about things differently. And that's only going to be good or bad for you, not the rest of the world. So it's kind of like, why not do it that way? You know what I mean? Lots of Most things are perspective. Lots of things have, have perspective as an involvement, don't they? Mm. Um, there's another famous quote. It's not always what happens to you, but how you take it or how you respond, isn't it? It's not always... I mean, I think all the, the action is sometimes all the, the quote. <laughs> There's probably only like what ten quotes across the years that this, that we need to live by, and then it's just different hat and coat that everyone else has dressed it up in, isn't it? Oh, I think that's really nice that you say that. Yes, I agree because I've tried to find out the correct paths and patterns for life, if possible, in a number of different ways. Like I've read the Bible, <clears throat> and I've read um, the Upanishads and the Vedas from Hinduism, and I've read Buddhism and Zen and the Quran and um, well pronounced, sir. Um, and Eastern philosophy and modern philosophy, Western philosophy and, and all yeah, the European philosophy, and, yeah. yeah, and all this kind of stuff. And it, it all seems to me to be saying the same things, but it's a different story for a different culture at a different time. But the underlying principles seem to be similar. And that's on a human level. It's even very similar for a lot of religions are just the same. This is, yeah, this is what bigger. I'm saying. I just named some religions then. I'm not saying all the points are all the same um, from all of them. But I feel like especially Buddhism, Hinduism, Zen, Christianity, Christianity. especially these, they, they're about love, they're about happiness, they're about community, they're about stress relief, they're about happiness, they're about trying to help people. They're just different ways of telling the same story. Like the uh, uh, quite a lot of like like Stoicism, for example, it's basically Buddhism but without the reincarnation. <laughs> um, and it, like Stoicism comes from like Zen and things like this. So and that's like a you know a completely different philosophy. But it's it's just got all the it's got all the gods and everything stripped back, and it's kind of just got the actual words and actions and principles whereas buddhism adds a bit more color and flair to it with reincarnation and hindu yeah but yeah a bit more spice yeah and hinduism's very spicy <laughs> it's the exact same story again it's love and 
helping others. But now um, we've got many gods. And yeah, everyone's got gold. four arms. Loads of yeah. people are blue. There's an elephant one. This guy's a monkey. They've got like this guy's they've got, got a, hundreds, right? Or something? No, a couple, no. What do they have? How many in Hindu? Many, many, many gods. Many, many, many. I many. don't know. To be honest, I don't know many, how many, many, many there is. I'll see if we can Google it. How many there is? And yeah, so it's a strange concept, and there's there's so many different things, but it, yeah, there's it all boils down to ve- a few very, very simple principles. I think. What? What you found? The Huffington Post says there's 33 million gods of Hinduism. That doesn't that make does sense. Not sound true. Um, Aren't there only like 3,000 gods or something between all the religions? It seems to be either 30, it seems to be 33, but they seem to say that it's 33 million. And I get why they would say that. And it's because Hinduism's quite nice, in my opinion, where every single person's encouraged to take their own interpretation of it yeah, and to do what they like with it, for example. Um, so you can create your own gods. Um, they, they they like all like Hindus love Jesus. They think Jesus is a real guy. They think Jesus is definitely one of the gods. You can be one of the gods in Hinduism if you're good enough. What do I have to do? What's yep. the interim to godliness? Do I need to surpass Sir first? It depends. It depends what. Um, do I need to be? It depends knighted? what. It depends what karmic path you follow. Oh shit! Karma means action. Um, it depends what form of. I'm not a bad actor. Um, it depends what form of yoga you. Union. Yoga means union. It depends what t- type of yoga you take in Hinduism to reach enlightenment, which is their way of saying happiness, essentially. Um, like, for example, there's Bhakti Yoga, which is love of God. That's basically what Christianity is. It's love of a deity or idol. And then through your worship and trying to be like this idol, whether real or not real, like some some Hindus like some Christians feel that there's some literalists who think that all the gods are real. You know, all the monkeys and all the forearms, they think it's actually real. And there's some that think it's just stories and morals like Aesop's fables. And some Christians are the same. Some are literalists and they think it's all real and it's exactly as the word the Bible says, that's exactly what's true. Some people think it's mostly just stories, you know, and it's just morals to live by. Um, which I think is a safer approach to religion, in my opinion. I feel like it's whatever helps that any that specific person be happy and be a good person in the world. That's what I agree with. Like. Yeah, well, that, that would be my argument as to why. Because like you say, the literalism of 2,000 years ago doesn't fly today. In what way? What do you mean 2,000 years ago? Morality. When the Bible was written, say, as an example. And things, if you were to say paraphrase that, or just take it verbatim. I still don't understand exactly what you mean, I'm sorry. Like you're saying, if you take some of the, if you take the Bible literally, yeah, there's can be uh, perceived to have a lot of evil in it and whatnot as well. That if you oh, were in to, some ways, yeah, yeah especially the Old were, Testament. Yeah, that's what I mean. So if you were to pull that forward and live and be a literalist about it now, yeah, that's at not one very, point this bear comes out and eats a lot of children. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So that's like, it's not. I don't think a particularly prog- well. It's not a progressive approach to religion, which. Um, yeah, which is one of my first flags against religion is that it inherently isn't progressive in nature. It doesn't have any space for evolution from this point on for for, for a lot of the type, uh, for a lot of people at least. Yeah, I think people could choose that if they want to believe that, but it's up to them. Um, people can believe whatever they want to believe, I guess, can't they? Yeah. Like the, the, there's, in my opinion, I'm gonna I'm completely making this up. This is my opinion, but I think there's. Not that I'm a Christian necessarily, but I think there's room for evolution in Christianity. Um, I mean, there has been. Because a lot of Christians don't think evolution's real. That's true. But I also know a lot of Christians that do think Oh, sorry. Did you real. mean think I meant like actual evolution? Yes. What did you mean? 
evolution of the religion itself. Oh, okay. I guess it depends which religion and sect of it you're talking about. Because well, some are definitely not, but some are. Some yeah, are definitely progressive. Yeah, yeah. It depends, doesn't it? Like if you look at ascetic Jews or something, no, they like all the traditions. Things stay the same. We do it the way it's always been done. And that's fine. That's their way. But some are not. Um, especially, like I said, Hinduism and stuff. They have it, new gods all the time. It also can be not fine, though, sometimes, I think. Yeah. Like, well, we're only just out of the... Um, what would you call them? Generations of people being born gay and or whatever, say trans or something like that, and you know, it's just a complete natural disposition. Yeah, that's just completely. Uh, I don't know what word you'd say tabooed by those literalists, by these Jews, this, that, and the other. You know, that that's that they're going to hurt that person a lot. Oh, so you're oh, so you're saying I mean, we're only just becoming more accepting of that people are different. Um, well, if you want to use that as an example, but you know, to say that we should paraphrase a book written two thousand years ago. Okay, yeah, yeah. The the only thing we need to be progressive in in its yeah. nature. You know, we don't we don't do the Holocaust anymore. We realise that was bad. <laughs> yeah. You know, things oh like God. that. You know, we're not stoning people anymore in the streets. Yeah. For not everywhere. Not stoning Some women people are, but not for, everywhere in the for world. having a mouth. You know, well done, guys. <laughs> you yeah. see what I'm saying? It has to be progressive. Yeah. So yeah, as long as there's room for that, then I'm, and, I'm and happy. And I, I, I honestly believe there is room for that in every single religion, just not with every single person, person. in every single religion. That's a good. Some conclusion. people are really stuck in their own ways. Well, but said. you can you can find some people in any religion who are very progressive um, and very open. Well, we've got Mister. You've got Mister Tom Lee coming after myself to grapple. You? Yeah, and he's one of my it's most favorite minds to battle with about Christianity because I am in inherently. The Antichrist. <laughs> You're not the Antichrist. I'm not, but compared to him, I am. And he is obviously very much... He's um, a Christian, yeah. Yeah, but he's, he's very philosophical in his approach to Christianity, I find. Mm -hmm. um, and he's very... He's not preachy or gospel -y about it at all. It's just, no, he's not. It's very philosophical. I, I also enjoy talking to him about Christianity because he's... he's it's yeah, just I one agree. paper. This is this. He's but, he's not preachy at all. And he's, he's never once suggested that I should be a Christian or go to church. And he only brings it up if if I talk to him about it, but that makes me bring it up. Yeah. Because I want to talk to him about it because he he's not never, pushy. He would sooner someone not be a Christian than have been pulled into it kind of thing. After he spent a lot of time in India and they that's how we did it with a lot of their Indians out there was obviously they yeah. were Sikh, uh, a lot of them, and then came and uh, and then, then there was a Muslim guy as well, I think. And then they both like converted and mm. whatnot. And mm. But it was because they came and did it themselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, Louise is a Christian, and I told I told you this this story before the podcast. But I went to church. Yeah. This Sunday, um, and I really liked it. Um, I really liked a lot of things about it. I've not, I used to go to church when I was younger because I, I went to a, a, a Church of England school. Cute. Um, yeah. So I understand all these things, and then I've read the the bible and stuff like that in my private time just to try and see what it's about and i really respect the bible. broaden your culture yeah and i really respect the bible a lot i think it's one of the most important books in history there's there's no book that's been around for two thousand years that's still no I, as it a, might be the most popular still as a historical book. yeah oh it is for sure it's got it's got to have good points for it yeah. still to be the most popular book after two thousand years and it, and it, <laughs> they're all they're both up there for first place oh my god, oh my god. It, it deserves respect just for that doesn't it yeah um no, as a, as a historical piece of literature, it's the most legitimate source of actual history we've got. It's one of them. As in, like, yeah, from 2,000 years ago, sorry, like you said. Oh, yeah, it's definitely one of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah. definitely right. Um, um, yeah. So, so I, I went to church, and um, 
Louise is in the church. Um, I don't know if it's the choir or the band, but it's the pipes. It's she, she does something. She's got the vocals. Um, and I, I went. I went to church with her and absolutely cried my eyes out. <laughs> Which I find so funny. <laughs> I find it funny. It's such good it, news. It's never happened to me ever before. It's never happened to me ever before. Um, she was singing and I just A smitten. started Aren't crying, yeah. literally. And then I, I, I needed to leave. So I pulled myself together and said goodbye to this 70-year-old lady that had come over before the service started and started talking to me. And she was like, oh, hello, dear. I've never seen you here before. Started talking to me, like making making small chatter. Um, and you're like, excuse me, I'll just have to I'm snip like, outside and cry. I say, goodbye. I'll see you. Yeah, my lips, lips are going. Eyes are getting red. Corner of the mouth starts curling. Eyes are getting red, yeah. No. Nodded to the guy on the door, said thank you, the service was excellent. Went outside, started crying. <laughs> Louise came out. She's like, are you okay? She asked me if I'm crying for Jesus. Should I, are, are, are you crying about all the Jesus and the God? And I said, no. I said, no. I'm crying. I said, Jesus is mediocre, but you're fucking amazing. I started crying. <laughs> The most sincere, started laughing. sickly sweet thing I've ever fucking heard of. Oh, and I hate and love you for it. Oh, she was breaking my soul, say. honestly. It yeah, was, yeah, it was it was harsh. It's but cute. in like the most lovely way. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad that you... I'm supposed to be going back because she's doing like she's doing like a Christmas service. To I'm cry thinking, again? Yeah, I just don't know if I can handle it. No, you're gonna have to. Um, Get some eggnog down you, suck it up. <laughs> yeah, two shots of whiskey. <laughs> you I know. love Jesus. <laughs> yeah, be a Trump supporter for Jesus. That's the kind of like Jesus. Great again. We want I'm you to get on. Yeah. I want to see you tailgating with a cross at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we want. Jesus loves us all. Oh, it was a good time, though. It was emotional. It sounds like you've done well. It's never happened to me before. And and I guess that's our news of the week, isn't it? That's, I that's guess that's all, the, news the, of all the, week. the news that we've had, a personal news. The, news week. the recording's week. still on. Oh, thank it's God. It's been one hour 17. Should we see if it works afterwards? The recording's well? still on. Thank you for this, Will. Thank you. Of course. Um, I hope the ladies and gentlemen listening enjoyed it. We're, we're back on News of the Week again. Yes. We were here last week and the week before, but yeah. not to you. I hope you enjoyed our riveting news topics. And you feel educated for having Linda does your ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stretch, isn't it? <sighs> Anything else from you? No. Thank you it. for listening. Thank you for listening. Pip, pip. We'll speak to you and we'll see you again see soon. See you next time.